Welcome to Life Workshop, where we discuss the forgotten basics. As usual here, we are your most favorite host and co-host, Mo and Bo. Hello. Um, so the uh, subject of this uh, podcast is how do you ask a smart question? We talked, I think, in the uh, previous uh, podcast about, you know, asking questions, I think, and are there dumb questions? The answer is yes. But again, I made a point that person that would say, I prefer a dumb question than a smart assumption. Right. Because when you ask a dumb question after, sometimes you will understand, you know, how to ask smarter questions. Then I'm going to review one more thing. Now, when you want to ask a question... Who do you ask? I said, ask somebody whom you trust. And the trust comes at two levels. That uh, they are the best in the subject. Sorry, that you trust them, that they, are, they, they have your best interest in mind, and the fact that their best doesn't suck. So sometimes you trust somebody that they really want your best, but if they are not educated or good at something, you know, they're opinion and their response doesn't matter and vice versa is true if somebody is educated in a field but doesn't have your best interest in mind can be very dangerous because they can fool you and actually they have more knowledge about that am i making sense there sure i guess i mean yeah, I mean, it depends what you're, why you're asking the question in the first place. Of course, as a generative said, we have lots of questions about lots of things, but who do you ask that from? From somebody, again, I said that you trust. So that is the thing. But again, as a trust comes at two levels, it's very important. That's why I'm repeating it. That you trust them, that they have your best interest in mind. And then secondly, that you trust them, that their best doesn't suck. Mm-hmm. So these are the two. But if you can find, and if you don't know who that person is, then what would you do? I would suggest again, ask, who shall I ask this question from? Because sometimes if you cannot find the right person who qualifies in both section of that trusting, mm-hmm. then who would you ask? If, you know, then you would just ask, start asking people that who is the right person to ask this question from? But generally, as I said, you know, I, I'm, I refuse person. I refuse to ask a question from somebody who is not an expert in the field. Uh, you know, uh, you know to, to, to have their advice because their advice can be randomly correct or more randomly wrong, actually. So th- that is just one of the things. Now, then after this, it comes back to, you know, how do you ask the question? And, uh, for example, this is one, one dumb mistake that personally I made years ago. Uh, this is uh, early 2000. We had a computer that, Computers were very primitive at uh, those days. And then we were sending mass fax. <clears throat> I had a retail outlet. And sometimes we send mass fax. So uh, then the computer couldn't do that those days. So we had bought this um, a chip that for $800 that we added it to the computer and we were using that. Then our computer died. And then we removed that chip and we put it on the new computer Again, used it the same way for mass fax. But then at one point, it didn't work. So I called 
the technician that we had that we were using for computer things. So when he came, I said, look, yeah, we are using this, you know, thing for mass facts, and I believe this uh, chip that we have got, it doesn't work. Can you fix it? So he spent probably around an hour and 15 minutes. And then he said, you know what, unfortunately, I can't fix it. You may have to buy another one. And it was like seven, $800 a few years prior that I had bought that thing. Then I changed my question. I said, you know what, the idea is we want to send mass fax. Does this computer do that? He said, let me check. Honestly, it did not take him more than two to three minutes. He checked, yeah, it does it. And here, this is how it works. Then I said, so why didn't you tell me? His response, you never asked. Mm -hmm. You asked me to fix the chip that is doing that, and I was trying to do that. So this became a kind of a thing for me that I started to think that how can I ask smarter questions that basically I talk about the end result, not about what exactly I think gets me to the end result. I thought yeah. the only option was that chip. But if I had asked, no, I want to send mass facts and we were using this, it doesn't work, what can I do? Probably I would have got him to think differently. But then I had this conversation with the technician too. I said there is a difference between technician and consultant. A technician is the one that you ask them and they do the job. Mm-hmm. A consultant is the one that says that, why do you want to do it that way? What do you want to achieve? Are there better ways to do that? So they will start asking questions to see if they can you know, reach the goal that you want in an easier way. So that's the difference between consultant and technician. So it became a learning process for both of us that he could act like a more of a consultant versus a technician. And I could have asked a smarter question personally and actually encourage him to be more of a consultant. And believe it or not, I used that afterwards for anything that I did. Even, for example, I'm going back to this building the house that my house that I built, I don't know if you remember, Bo, even then I would just uh, phrase my question a little bit different. I would phrase it that I want something like this to happen. I want in future this to happen. You know, how can I do that versus do it this way? Mm -hmm. You know, so by switching the way of asking the question, I position the other party in a different position, which normally people actually, they like it because by asking a genuine question, you respect their opinion. Yeah. And then you get them to, you know, think, you know, differently. And they did actually. Of course, I should say again, I was asking the question from educated people in the field, not just anybody. So, hmm. so when it comes to asking questions, basically I would say, that is one of the things that, you know, first of all, who do you ask the question from? Then how do you phrase it? So the questions very frequent in daily language when we speak, we don't follow this as much. So the questions are normally a kind of a yes-no question. You don't allow for, you know, the person to express themselves. Mm-hmm. Or it's a very biased question. Just to, to, to make an example. For example, say that my podcast is awesome, isn't it? This is a yes-no question. Of course it is awesome, we know that. <laughs> but, you know, it's a yes-no question. The proper way is, what do you think of the podcast? And actually, I'm going to go back. Now, if I want to, the tone, again, it can be another thing. 
what do you think of my podcast? Because when I say my, now I'm becoming personal. If you yeah. say you like it or you don't like it, now you like me along with it or you don't like me along with it. So it becomes a bit more. Right. Versus yeah. if I could, I would ask them, what do you think of this podcast, Life Workshop? Mm-hmm. You know, the question can be, you know, and then the tone. If the tone is really genuine, I want to know, I would like to know, you know, what your, your thoughts are. That's a different thing than what do you think of this podcast that I'm doing? A kind of insinuate that I want you to like it and to give me a yes answer. A kind of. Right. And of course, partly again, it becomes my responsibility as the person who is asking the question but part is the responsive the person who is answering to because sometimes they come with their own assumptions that as if if I'm asking, I'm asking for approval. I'm seeking approval. Mm-hmm. So sometimes is that it's a both way thing, but we can clarify it by you know as I said the tone, the the the, the way that we use the words. You know how do you what do you think of you know this? Or for example, sometimes people they make things actually rather personal for example they say um, if they know I'm originally from Iran so in your country then my if somebody says that very frequently I come back how did it that become my country I, I'm going to put it up for sale <laughs> if it is mine I'm going to sell it <laughs> you know so they make it personal and then they want to tell you something good or bad either way doesn't matter they want to give you a credit because in Iran is this or or bad if they want to say something else and they make it personal. But no, no, I was born in Iran. Mm-hmm. I did carry, and I don't, did carry an Iranian passport. Or I am carrying a Canadian passport. You know, so this of course goes back to the identity, but it is again that's the way that we question. It becomes overlap each other. The way that we ask the question, sometimes the questions they make it personal that you know, or they have a yeah, insinuation to them that you know I want a yes or no answer or something. But if you leave it just very open, very unbiased, and think, then you will get a. There is more likelihood of you getting a proper answer. And there is a more likelihood because, again, it depends now on the other party that, you know, are they able to give you a proper answer or they assume that you want a certain answer and they give you that answer. And this happens in daily language very frequently. That, for example, people talk, do you agree? Do you know? Do you agree with me? They just ask for that. Then you have a harder time saying, no, I don't agree with you. I guess I mean, but well, but a person. I mean, if they're if they're asking you, do you agree with me or not? Right? I mean, there. I think people do want a truthful answer at the same time, right? You're not just supposed to go along just because they're excited about something and say, "Yeah, yeah, great." You know, um, you, you mm-hmm. as the as the listener have to be honest as well, right? That's you good. It's a two way thing, and you know, sometimes I said, sometimes we just seek a certain answer and then the other party might you know give in yeah and they may not yeah and i guess when you ask a question like that you have to understand that you asked the question so 
be ready for that. Be ready, be ready for the, yeah. <laughs> that is not huh. that is very true. If you're asking questions, just yeah. be prepared to get the answer too. Like if if you don't want a certain answer, well, maybe you shouldn't have asked. You know, shouldn't have asked the question. Actually, you just said this though, and it was a very good point. Sometimes it happens that more frequently, I would say, than not, we, that we assume if I give the person who's asking me the question my honest, you know, response, that they might get offended. Mm-hmm. But more frequently, actually, that's not the case. You know, they. I hope, I'd ho- I hope not, because then, uh, you know, otherwise, what's the point? <laughs> that is correct. Yeah. That is good. no, but more often, actually, if you are honest and we give the answer properly, you know, I think, I think, you know, they will be just okay with it. It might be a shock, but at the same time, you know, they will have more often, often more, you know, um, respect for your feedback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Than if you just keep agreeing with them. Just randomly, which unfortunately in the new culture that we have right now, you have to be nice, say nice things, not huh? honest. <laughs> <laughs> who, who says nice things? <laughs> be nice, <laughs> you know. So those kind of things. Sometimes it just, uh, I don't know. It has in my as far as I'm concerned, it just has going to be too far that we have become more dishonest, just because we want to be nice, you know. So. Anyway, I, I normally say I don't sacrifice honesty for anything else. Yeah, at the same time, though, don't you hate it when someone says, I'm just being honest, but they, but they said something completely rude to you? Like, not, that's like, okay, yeah, I get you're being honest, <laughs> but oh, okay, but you could have you said that a little nicer. That you is know? true. You like, can I, say nicer. I, that's uh, a different thing. Than there's that. a difference between being honest and being an asshole. That is correct. You know? And sometimes, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, it's just you don't have to go, I, if I don't have to come and say that, hey, Bo, you look really ugly today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, 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 if it's not needed, don't yeah. say it. Yeah, like, I, I, I have a mirror, I know. Like, just <laughs> let, let, you know. <laughs> but anyway, so the, again, the, the way that we phrase a question that, you know, it should be very more of an open end and what do you think of this not to make it personal to allow the other party to feel more comfortable to say it with a bias or something that the tone should be and really when we ask it should be a genuine question and the genuine question is when you're lacking, looking for a genuine answer mm-hmm. I honestly want to know you know anyway so because I, I, I in the, one of the previous podcasts I said a lot of time we don't know exactly even the flaws in ourselves, we can self-reflect and we can think about that, but it is from our own view. The only way, I mean, I was not the only way, the best way, one of the best ways, you know, I should say, that we can realize who we are if you are making a mistake to ask others. But now when we ask others, we should really, as I said, be genuine in our questioning and mm-hmm. hopefully they would be genuine in answering. Yeah. Versus thinking about, oh, I'm going to, respond in a certain way to make you feel the way that you want to feel. Yeah, you can't be you can't be searching for a specific answer, right? And that's never really very good. Like when someone's fishing for something, like mm-hmm. someone's fishing for a compliment or something like that, right? Yeah. Never never a very good way to go about asking a question. Actually I was listening to a few podcasts actually about this and and TED Talks that one of the guys said that try to understand others more than try to be understood. Which, of course, depending on the case Depen- scenario, yeah, depending yeah. on the case scenario, but you know, try to understand and then uh, 
listen with the int- this is very frequent it happens in especially uh, um, depending on the type of the conversation you know sometimes we listen to somebody with the intention to respond mm-hmm. yeah so before even you start I want to respond to you in a way I want to defeat you beat you in that one so then I'm going to be listening but really am I listening I want to get, get you somewhere versus you know t- uh, listening genuinely to see and then to to be genuine and ask more question. So uh, listen, listening with the intention to respond that we frequently we do that. And that response can be in agreement or disagreement. doesn't matter. Yeah. Regardless is useless. I mean, it's not the best way of listening. Then, <clears throat> and sometimes what will happen if you have an opinion or idea on a question that you are asking, this is normally that the difference between a genuine question and the non-genuine one. A genuine question is that when I'm asking a question, that really I try to leave my opinion and ideas away from it. So first of all, who do you ask the question from somebody who you trust and they are knowledgeable in the field? So that is one. Then the second thing, when you ask the question, really you ask seeking a response. And that response may be in agreement with you or not or something else. Just you know, and maybe that is why you know sometimes when we see that people they get into arguments mm-hmm. often because they have an opinion or an idea, and then because of that, you know, if you say something different, it becomes an argument. And if you agree with me, I like you. And at times we choose our friends just like that, the friends who agree with us versus the friends who challenge us and help us grow. So th- these behaviors, they, they have a ripple effect. That, you know, do we value somebody who just very genuinely tells us, you know, what they think? And hopefully, as I said, again, I'm going back. Regardless, it should be somebody who is educated in the field. As somebody in, who is in not... In the field ed- of what, being my, my friend? Any <laughs> 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 no, educated in the field that you're asking the question. Okay. You know, if you're asking a genuine question in a certain w- field, the person who is responding should be somehow knowledgeable in that field. Am I making sense? For example, if I have a plumbing question, I'm going to come and ask you versus my, I don't know, welder friend. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but guess, it comes yeah. now, in, when it comes to a friendship level, that the conversations, we would go, actually this is another podcast we are going to do about listening. I would get a little bit more into that one in that podcast, in the next podcast. But, you know, when it comes to daily language, of course, sometimes when we are talking about just random things that are not necessary, you don't have to be that educated or, um, or we have you know, some sort of understanding. Let's say, how do you wash the dishes? I don't know. Just something that everybody does it. But then now to agree or not agree, you know, you, you can just express your opinion. Yeah. And it's not a big deal. But if you genuinely ask, so why do you wash it that good or not wash it that good? Because again, the purpose of washing dishes is really not to get sick or not to, it get, can use, the, for example, the same thing again and not to get sick. That is the very main thing. The second thing, Obviously, it doesn't have a smell or something like that. <laughs> okay. The, pro- the purpose of washing. Now, if we become too clean about that, then 
we have gone too far. Am I making sense or am I going too what's, far to that? What's, what's happening here? Nothing. Just okay. we can skip this part. Okay. <laughs> Basically, what I'm trying to say is that for the things that are more of a daily language, that we don't need too much of education. Again, if we ask a question without having a, uh, a specific idea and really, or opinion or something, then we can ask uh, our question becomes um, genuine. And normally, this is actually ask a question as if you do not have any opinion or bias towards it. Right. And then, again, it goes back to that. Who do you ask that question from? Somebody, you know, who has some knowledge in, this, uh, in the field. Uh, but that is probably why when, when children ask a question, more often, actually, they have a... Um, a proper question, I mean, Einstein says that if one asks a question, ask like a child, because normally they are really asking with the intention to learn mm-hmm. versus having an intention that they want to say something. Anyway, so when it comes to the questioning, I know it became a little bit boring, you know, it was not <laughs> as good as I was hoping. <laughs> um, I was hoping to be. But, you know, again, the right way of asking questions is very important. I really encourage that again. That, you know, to ask more questions and, you know, versus having opinions and ideas about them. And those things, they will help you to develop your own perspective. But again, next time, if you want to ask your, for example, as you become more knowledgeable about the field, then you want to ask the question from somebody who is yet more knowledgeable than you or at least the same level. Mm -hmm. That they are adding value. Versus somebody who doesn't know and, you know, they just come and randomly say stuff. Right. I should say this, you know. It I was, guess it depends if you're asking someone's opinion or not. Correct. You but know? that way you should pick that who you're asking your question from. I, I just actually just, this happened years ago. We were uh, running, a few of us, and then at the end of the run, one of the guys said, Mo, you know, my shoulder has been hurting a little bit. Of course, he knew that I'm a physio. And then before I start saying something, somebody else jumped in and expressed how you should fix the shoulder. That's who is little, not. That's a little weird. It was a bit weird. So basically, no, actually, I was just wondering what to say. <laughs> 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 Another yeah, thing. Were, were, were they even close? No. Oh. <laughs> because she had experienced that one way something had happened that helped her shoulder. Mm-hmm. So as if there is just one problem in the whole world for the shoulder pain, and that's the one solution, and that's it. So she was very eager to express, you know, her. And sometimes we do ask actually a question, and we are eager about saying what our experience is versus, yeah. you know, getting other people's experience. Yeah. Even now I'm saying that I remember, for example, <laughs> if, if you have been somewhere, this was a podcast that if you have been somewhere but somebody else have been to the same place instead of sharing your own experience ask them and don't assume that they should feel the way that you did for example I went to Paris you went to Paris so how did you do where did you go how did you like it versus jumping in and sharing your own I mean it can become a conversation don't take me wrong but if you're doing with the intention of learning then let them express you know, I was I was in Paris, so it was good. I don't care about you being in Paris. <laughs> That's good. And <laughs> conversation no, is I'm over. Fucking, but, yeah. <laughs> Even for example, now another thing is uh, when it comes to parents and children. Again, this was something that I heard somewhere, so I think it's worth to share. It. For children, for example, 
don't ask them the same question that how was your day if you really genuinely want to know then you go into some sort of a detail so what was in the most interesting part today what did make you feel good what you know did something bother you just change the question but in a very genuine way because the random question is like how are you what a beautiful day you know these are very random questions that have random answers to them you know you don't have to even think about that yeah like one word answers or yeah yeah how are you doing good good <laughs> 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 but anyway, so it is very important, to, again, to be very genuine, you know, when it comes that that if I want to know. But another thing is that sometimes if you don't talk, I won't know because sometimes you don't speak. Sometimes you ask a question, but again, you don't get the answer, which anyway, I'll get to this one you know, later on. But there is this guy that said that there is no right answer for a stupid question. That is why maybe we should help others to mature their question before answering it. Hmm. This happens in, yeah. my, in my field, for example, sometimes it happens. Somebody comes and, you know, they have a problem, then they start saying, so is this muscle tendon or, you know, bone? I, I don't know what to say, to be honest, <laughs> because the com- it just doesn't work like that sometimes. And then I have to help them to understand, rephrase the question, and then answer it. Hmm. Yeah, that it becomes a question becomes itself a kind of educated way you teach them yeah. with the proper question but anyway again I said this was not as exciting as I thought it would be <laughs> so, sorry <laughs> why are you sorry me I was, sorry <laughs> I, was, I was just listening it's good <laughs> it's not your responsibility it's my responsibility as well but anyway I hope that you find this again helpful and um we will be back with the next episode soon. Thanks. Bye now.